Hey everyone, welcome to Best True Crime Podcast, a division of Best True Crime Books, Games, and Video, LLC. Every episode is a journey where I take you to explore crime, forensics, and historical cases. Join me as I inform, educate, and entertain true crime enthusiasts through criminal justice and dark history tours. My name is Judith A. Yates, and I'm an award-winning author, a criminologist, and a paranormal explorer. Now, grab your crime scene kits, notebooks, and hats, and join me on this investigation. The date is 2021. The place is Nashville, Tennessee. Your mission is to learn how to teach our kids safety without creating fear using the case of a popular fencing coach. This is the case of Robert Piriano. All suspects are considered innocent until proven guilty in a court of law. The information herein is according to records filed with the courts and online websites. Robert Piriano does not represent the sport of fencing, any coaches, or Music City fencing. This is part one of two of Advance of the Fencing Coach, Keeping Children on Guard. First, we're going to take a road trip to Nashville, Tennessee, and stop by Music City Fencing. Music City Fencing held USA fencing-sanctioned tournaments and camps. Students routinely qualified for regional and national competitions. The club received an excellence award from the national group. Periano was a coach there. He was also a regional and statewide coordinator at the United States Fencing Association, the national governing body for the sport of fencing in the United States. According to Music City's fencing website, Music City Fencing Club has been recognized by USA Fencing as the leading fencing club in the nation for youth development, diversity, and women's programming. Since 2014, we have been teaching Olympic fencing here in Nashville and producing the top-ranked fencers in the Southeast. Some of their reviews on Google include, Is there anything that Coach Robert can't do? He has marvelous teaching skills, bringing out the best, and it is absolutely his mission to create winning schools. And another review, Robert and his staff are superb coaches. He is fully dedicated to the sport of fencing and is very supportive to everyone. Another review, Rob is a great coach, really cares about his students, and has an unrivaled track record. Someone else posted, Coach Robert is experienced, professional, and extremely helpful. And finally, someone posted, Robert is a truly passionate coach who brings a high level of integrity. The reviewers are all posting about 38-year-old Robert Piriano, director of Music City Fencing of Nashville, Tennessee. At one time, Music City Fencing was considered one of the best fencing teams in the United States. And then in 2021, it all came crashing down. Thanks to this coach, everyone seemed to just love. Enter the coach, Robert Piriano. Now, he did have one brush with the law. According to records of the criminal court clerk of Nashville in Davidson County, Tennessee, he was arrested for public intoxication. On February 12, 2015, he was arrested and he posted a $1,000 bond. The case was dismissed the following day. For this case, we're going to call our victim Jane Doe. 
In July 2017, Jane Doe was an 11-year-old fencer when she started training at Music City Fencing. In 2019, Jane Doe was 13. She started writing an essay for a scholarship competition that was being run by USA Fencing. She asked coach Robert Piriano for help, and this is according to a lawsuit. An arrest affidavit states the following. Piriano began messaging Jane on Snapchat. He told her he would need something in return for helping her, and he used emojis with a sexual connotation. He told Jane he would help her with the essay only if she would send photos of herself wearing a bikini, according to the complaint. After Jane sent the pictures of the victim, if you want to earn more, you can get some more. In 2020, Piriano devised a system where he controlled both pictures and video. He deposited an iPhone in the Music City Fencing Club locker room. He told Jane Doe to pick up the phone and take pictures of her feet, then leave the phone in a locker where he could pick it up. Coach Robert Piriano would leave clothing in that locker and instruct Jane Doe to wear them while taking selfies. He sent her photos of women in sexually suggestive poses and demanded she take photos of herself mimicking those poses. He demanded and received videos of Jane Doe without her clothes on. Piriano paid Jane Doe $10 per inappropriate picture, with a total of around $110. Piriano then told Jane Doe that she could make more money if she sent a video. Jane Doe would later disclose that she sent about 30 pictures of herself and five videos to Coach Robert Piriano. Piriano later gave Jane a prepaid debit card. He also purchased fencing equipment for her and fencing lesson fees. Now, I'm a fencer and I can confirm fencing equipment is not cheap. It is not inexpensive even when you buy used equipment. Depending on what you purchase and the quality and is it new or used or where you purchase it, you're looking at probably four, five, nine hundred dollars or more for the complete setup, your jacket, your actual fencing gear, even shoes. So you're looking at some money there. The affidavit also states that Coach Robert Periano's demands and his, his aggression just escalated the further this went along, and it carried into almost two years. Periano was sending Jane Doe just thousands of sexually inappropriate text messages. He's sending her photos. He's sending her videos. He sent Jane Doe videos of himself having sex with other women and these explicit videos of himself masturbating. In one instance, he sent Jane Doe a video of him receiving oral sex from a very, uh, just this different girl. She had no idea who this girl was. And he tells Jane Doe that this girl was underage. He would text Jane Doe all the time and he's Snapchatting her at just random times during the day. Jane Doe would never know when he's going to text or Snapchat her. And she would later report, he had me take pictures of my feet with his phone, and then he would ask for pairs of my socks. 
she would tell uh, Metro Nashville PD. And Coach Robert Piriano would remind Jane Doe of how her family was financially strapped due to COVID and how badly they would need the money. So she's feeling responsible for bringing home money to her family. And there was another way Piriano was blackmailing Jane Doe. At least once, Jane was sent a screenshot of one of her nude photos that she had sent him. And with this, she was made to believe that Periano was keeping her photos to share if necessary. And later, he did validate her fears because he told her he intended to sell these videos and photos of her online. So he's using these to scare her that if she doesn't stay in line for him, that he's just going to hand these out to anybody and everybody. And of course, she's thinking, oh my God, friends and at school and people I don't even know and maybe my family. So now she feels like she owes him. Now, as with any typical predator, Coach Robert Piriano's abuse soon turns physical. He starts touching Jane Doe inappropriately during fence practice and even during fencing bouts and uh, competition, he's finding a way to touch her inappropriately right there at the fencing bouts and even at competitions when nobody's looking. So, of course, she's thinking, my God, he owns me no matter what we're doing. He makes Jane succumb to these physical massages. And while he's doing that, he's fondling her and he's making these moaning and grunting noises that are very sexual. The affidavit continues to explain what would happen if Jane Doe refused to comply with her coach's demands. Now, if she said, no, I'm not doing this, you know, it's over, then Periano would just come to fencing practice. He would be in this rage and he would make fun of her in front of the class. He would verbally assault her and physically he would um, also assault her in front of the class. This physical abuse and it eventually caused a shoulder injury now, you might have been in a team situation or a class situation where you're learning something new. You know, being told you need to step up your game or you need to change something is part of a sport. We're, we've all done it. In my fencing class, you know, each of us is told, okay, change this, change that. But in my fencing class, I'm lucky to have this fantastic coach, and he never belittles us. He never tells us we're stupid or we can't do this or we can't do that. This is what Periano was doing to Jane Doe. He was just belittling her in front of her team and just mentally and emotionally just breaking her down. And then, you know, here he is hurting her until she's got the shoulder injury. Now that he's aware of this injury, He's forcing her to do these exercises a certain way, and now she's furthering injuring her shoulder. And even today, Jane Doe has permanent injuries to her shoulder, and she can't fence anymore at this time. Now, it's late 2020, early 2021. Jane Doe has become terrified that she is going to be raped by her coach. He's already made it clear 
2021 summer fencing camp is coming up. It's just around the corner. And he's telling her, well, I'm going to waive your camp fees. You know, you don't have to pay fees to come to this summer fencing camp. It's all going to be good, but you're going to owe me. He tells her they're going to start having sex. And he's going to meet her in the Music City fencing locker room. They'll have sex and they'll have oral sex. And that's what she's going to do in order to get her camp fees waived. So she is terrified. Now she's still got that shoulder injury. So she says, well, I've got to stay home because if I don't get my shoulder taken care of, I can't fence. So I can't come to this camp. Okay, he agrees to that. Well, it also gives her an excuse so she can text Coach Robert Piranha to tell him that this relationship is over. It's done. She's through. Meanwhile, while she's home and while she's been going through all of this, her parents are starting to become alarmed. Something is wrong, and they're telling each other, Jane has something going on here. But she's not telling because one thing that these guys do and women too, what they will do is they start grooming these kids into not telling. Secrecy is the big weapon with these guys. And we'll talk about that later. She starts exhibiting these strange involuntary tics. And Another thing Jane starts doing is she starts yanking on her own hair and she's pulling on it and she's yanking it out of her scalp. She once was a very good student. She cared about school, but for no apparent reason, her grades just start plummeting. She doesn't care about school. She's not making good grades. She's not paying attention. Something's going on there. Her parents have no idea how to help her. And so in July, 2021, the does send Jane to a psychotherapist. And when Jane starts talking to this psychotherapist, it just, the dam explodes. Silence is no longer a weapon with this coach, and it comes pouring out. Jane Doe made what is called an outcry, she tells. And she reports the abuse. This leads to Piriano's arrest in Nashville about a month later. See, police had to build a case first. They obtained corroborating evidence from Jane Doe's laptop and the iPhone. Police also obtained a receipt from one of the two credit cards that Piriano gave to Jane. Metro Nashville Police Department Detective Brian Zolo conducted a controlled phone call between Piriano and Jane Doe, where she calls him, but police are obviously on the other line, and tells Jane what to say and how to act. Well, Piriano acknowledges that he had sent her inappropriate pictures and that she had sent him the same, and he apologizes for what he calls inappropriate behavior. Now they've got him on tape. So this all leads to officers arresting the coach in August 2021. And where do they arrest him? Music City Fencing Club. Search warrants are executed at the club. 
They're executed at his home residence where he lives in Nashville on Church Street. They scoop up all the cell phones, all the computers, other items. They're working on this guy. He is under arrest. Piriano is jailed in lieu of a $150,000 bond. Well, he didn't sit behind bars too long. He's out on bond because a friend assisted in paying his bail. This disgraced fencing coach was forced to wear a GPS ankle bracelet. Robert Piriano was indicted by a grand jury on 108 counts of alleged sex crimes involving a minor. And Class B felonies carry a minimum of eight years in prison. Robert Piriano has been banned by the USA Fencing since September 23rd of 2021. Now, it is unfortunate that Music City Fencing went down with Piriano. The teams were disbanded. The facility is currently closed. The numbers disconnected. Closest training facility is over an hour's drive. That's so many students, coaches, families just destroyed because of one man's alleged illegal activity. But it's not over. More destruction lay ahead. The story continues of former fencing coach Robert Piriano and his alleged crimes. And I'm going to talk to you about how we can prevent victims of sexual abuse in the next chapter of The Fencing Coach, Keeping Children on Guard. Hey listeners, my name is Judith Yates, true crime author and criminologist, and I have taught common sense self-defense for over 25 years. I have finally put all of these classes together in a book that's called How to Recognize the Devil, because I believe devils walk among us every day. And we can recognize these devils and escape crime if we know how. We can teach it to our children, to our elderly, and special interest groups. The book is available at www.besttruecrime.com or you can pick it up at amazon.com or wherever good true crime books are sold. Now, I don't make any money off of this book because I believe it's more important for you to learn how to use these skills. All the proceeds from this book goes to a nonprofit organization. Pick up a copy of How to Recognize the Devil. It does include worksheets for you to better use the skills taught in this book. And please be safe out there. Thank you for listening to Best True Crime Podcast. We are a division of Best True Crime Books, Games, and Video, LLC. Every episode is a journey where I take you to explore crime, forensics, and historical cases. Join me next episode as I inform, educate, and entertain true crime enthusiasts through criminal justice and dark history tours. My name is Judith A. Yates. I am an award-winning author, a criminologist, and paranormal explorer. I hope you subscribe, and please stop by my website and check out my books and the games created by my team at www.truecrimebook.net.